What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to Ask Broman episode 44. We made it! 44! It's like a magical number that means it's it's absolutely pointless number. It doesn't, there's nothing special about it other than we've done 44 episodes of this and it's been a good time. Thank you all for tuning in. Again, uh, as always, we do this podcast live on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Professor Broman. So if you're ever wondering where you can tune in to check this out, uh, that's the hot place. You hop in the Discord channel, which is what we use to do the podcasts. Uh, really fantastic. Honestly, if you're a podcaster and you're you should use you should use Discord because like then you don't have to have people record their audio locally. It's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I just had that discussion with another uh, another pod like some one podcast I was on. They were using Skype and I was like, listen, why don't you just like this? And then I get to be lazier because that's what I want. I want to be lazy anyway. Uh, let's grab the first guy. Let's go quick. This is Dad Got Game. What's going on? Hey, Mr. hey, Dad Broman. Got Game has a nice microphone. Can can you tell everyone what your microphone is? Because now I'm curious. My, my microphone is a Rode NT1. Rode and NT1. I, okay. And and I just got it. I look at. Uh, I think like I looked ago. at that one. That's a really. That's a nice one, right? Like, what's the price point on that? Like three hundred, two sixty, two sixty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Road makes, road makes road makes good stuff. Road for makes sure. Enough of me geeking out about your gear though. What <laughs> what uh what can I do for you? I have six questions for you, my friend. Six! <laughs> this six! is my That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great. I love my, it. This is my this is my follow-up episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, Dad got game. Yeah, you were on <laughs> episode Episode 14. 14. Okay. So it's been a while. How you doing? It's been a, it's been a, it's been a hot second. It's it's going really really well. So Excellent. first and foremost, as always, thank you for doing this because yeah. what's well, my are, pleasure? You have made the best streamer resource out there still to this day. Thank thank you. So, <laughs> I <first> question. <laughs> Let's talk about patience. Patience, okay. Patience. So, I feel like if I'm not constantly like making changes to stuff, I'm falling behind. Like if you're not growing, you're dying mentality. Okay. So when you make a change to your channel, whether it's a new segment to the content or, uh, you know, something you change with marketing or whatever, how long do you normally when sit When you in? say, st- you, you, I feel like there's like five questions in your question. <laughs> so when you say, uh, I guess, I guess finish your thought. Maybe it'll, maybe you'll help me. I don't know. So, so so my wife is telling me, hey, how about you let it just sit in it for like a couple months? Okay. Like just 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 do what you're doing. Don't change anything and just do what you're doing and see how it goes. Okay. Okay. I follow. And so like if I if I'm gonna add in a segment, let's say I'm gonna add in a loaded questions segment, right? Where I'm gonna I'm gonna ask people loaded questions. Okay. How long would I keep that going until I realize, eh? It's probably not working or I'm not getting the engagement. Oh, I understand. Um, So when your question is, when it comes to content, how do you know whether or not something's like connecting and how long do you like? How long is it a build up time where you need to get people on board and like they need to get used to it? Or or is it just a shit idea like that? Okay. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a hard. This is a hard concept to deal with so for for anyone out there who's making content obviously you want to innovate you want to do new things you want to put yourself out there in new and different ways etc so that's at the core of this question when i change things how long do i take before i say meh 
this change isn't really for me or my audience really hasn't connected with this. Um, my, uh, my personal threshold is about three months. Okay. Um, so, uh, like when I started doing ask pro man, I was like, okay, I, I know I can commit to doing this relatively consistently for about three months and then I'll see where it goes. Right now, within two weeks, I realized that I had something special. Um, yes, you do. Yeah. So I realized that it was special. The interaction on the first few episodes was, was insane. Uh, and ultimately, I felt like there were an, there was enough people asking questions that it would make sense to continue doing it. Um, however, had this gone the other way. And I, let's say, was either getting like the same five people every week or more importantly, and honestly, like th this is more important than anything else to me. If I had been doing this and people were like, this guy's a fucking moron and I wasn't <laughs> having people communicate results to me. Right. Like, right. People reaching out to me and saying, hey, bro, man, I did what you recommended and I got great things happen. Um, so far, and this is on DMs and I won't name names, but they're uh, from the people who have contacted me. Right. I've gotten feedback. Uh, helped somebody move their job into an un from unpaid to a paid position. Right. Um, and just yesterday, someone DM'd me about a conversation they had with uh, their manager and they got like a $15,000 a year raise. So, nice. yeah. So the, the advice or the confidence or whatever that I'm, I'm putting out here with this segment makes sense. Right. Um, yep. And maybe maybe we'll get those people back on um, and, or I, I just wanted to mention them because I didn't get their permission. Uh, <laughs> but like there's me. but there's legitimate okay. results. Right. So when yeah. you make a new content, you need to have a goal set that says the if these things are happening. If these things are happening, then it's going well. Um, so if it's if you're doing content to drive engagement and people aren't engaging with it. Cool. Uh, but if you're doing content just to get people to see it or to get your message out there and you're getting a lot of eyeballs, that's great. <clears throat> you know, uh, I think that it's you only know whether or not it's working if you have set goals in the beginning. So sure. I would define it, define a period of time for a piece of content and then reevaluate it after that period of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And it's going to be, I, I figure it kind of will vary content to content, right? Well, it, yeah. I mean, like if you do something that sucks day versus... one, don't ever do it. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Fair. okay. That, well, <laughs> what a fun experiment guys, you know, uh, yep. That didn't work. All yeah. right. Moving on. And that's fine. You need to have the humility to say I, this fucking didn't work like story time right. Sunday, which is what I used I, every Sunday. I would try and bring people onto voice and have them tell crazy stories from their lives. And and I knew after like three episodes I should have stopped, but I pushed it to the you know three month timeline. Got twelve episodes done, and it was miserable. And I should have given up on that sooner. That first story from Storytime Sunday. Well, I yeah, I mean the guy told the story. Was, the guy told the story about the butt gun, and it was just basically finished. So yeah, you, you get where yeah you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so so question two. Can you talk about the plan that you put in place when you first were trying to decide to go full time? What did you consider? What things do you know now that you wish you knew when you were putting that plan together? Um, I mean, my only plan when I was going full time was make enough money to pay my rent. Okay. 
Um, like I, I am, I, I wish that I had some sort of grandiose like setup for you, but I really don't. Like, I think it's simple. You know, you you look at and you track your metrics, right? And if they're trending in a positive direction, that and your community interactions going in a way that makes it appear that you're going to have the capability to stream full time and pay your bills, which is all like that's that should be your goal. Um, right. Then you take the shot. For me, it took about four months of streaming pretty consistently before I was like, okay, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm just going to focus on this. Um, and then I, I streamed eight hours a day, five days a week when I was starting. You know, this was before I got in like super grind mode. That was when I was, I was with my ex and like not everything was perfect and blah, 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 whatever. Um, right. But yeah, that's I mean, that's it. I think that you just have to know your metrics and and follow the trend. If the trend is if it's trending up, that's when you're spo- that's when you need to take your shot. Right. Um, sure. And if as far as things I wish I knew when I was starting um, after all that metrics talk. <laughs> Um, uh, ignore your fucking numbers. That that's, that's probably the toughest thing. And that actually leads perfectly into my third question, which is about plateaus. Yeah. Like mentally dealing with, dealing with, you know, hitting a plateau I've seen. So the advice that you gave me the first time was awesome. And I've seen growth since then i went from 250 followers at that point i'm at like 750 now or 700 something Uh uh-huh so i've seen really good growth over the last three months like 300 something like that great um i'm kind of starting to see a little bit of a lull just in in viewership i'm still hitting follows i'm still you know kind of working towards towards that you know towards that thousand mark and, and making progress there but when you kind of hit that lull where you start to see, I mean, January is tough because kids go back to school. Right? Yeah. January. I mean, you know, January is traditionally like on retail side, like it's not usually a good month, but right, yeah. Right. Exactly. So I, I mean, there are, there are definitely outside of just industry wide. There are, mm-hmm. there are things that are going to affect your numbers in certain months. Like I should be, see, we should see a big tick up in summer. Right. Right. Um, but how do you like just, mentally deal with those things because i don't i don't really look at my numbers while i'm streaming i'm focused on who's there all that type of stuff that's good but i look on the back end right i got the business side of things that i take care of on the back end so how do you deal with those plateaus um i mean like (laughs) yeah first of all you have to realize like it's gonna happen like it happens with everything whether you're an athlete or a business person or whatever like there's always going to be times where like you don't hit a trend that just goes up. And even if you're on an upward, upward trend, right? Like a stock market upward trend, you're still gonna have dips. Yep. So like, even if you're doing everything right, things will slow down. Uh, I I think that people need to understand a couple things about Twitch. One is it is a live medium. Two, you do not know the schedule of your viewers. You don't, like everyone immediately internalizes that conflict, right? Like, right. oh, I suck, they're not showing up or 50% of your audience is just in school now or, you know, over the course of two years, 75% of your uh, viewers have gotten new jobs that give them a different schedule. Like, um, unlike YouTube, where metrics tend to make sense because people can click on shit whenever they want and watch it whenever they want, however they want, for as long as they want, Twitch, yep. people can only find you when you're live. Uh, so 
that's I think the place mentally you need to go first is understand that there might be there are and will always be things that are out of your control. Um, but the next thing is, if you feel like, you know, those numbers are stagnating, maybe it's time to try doing what you suggest at the beginning, which is, you know, experimenting with new, you know, concepts and ideas for your stream. That makes trying sense. to pull people in, trying to, you know, like do what analytical work you can to try and find, you know, better games to stream, better times to stream, things like that. That makes sense. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I, I've kind of I'm I'm already in that mental space. That's like, good. I'm I'm at a point where I, I know that things are going to change. I know things are a roller coaster on here, revenue and otherwise, right? Viewership, yeah. revenue, all the numbers side of it, right? But I I'm I'm extremely happy with the progress that I've made. I'm extremely happy with the families growing on the channel. Yeah, so that's good. That's great. Um, so a couple more if I have time. You got time. <laughs> all right. So if I DM you my link on Instagram, when you're taking a crap. I mean, I'm on Instagram second. more than when I'm taking a crap. But yeah, what Fair, link, but if I what link are you talking my, about? My, my Twitch link. Okay. If you could take like just three minutes and watch part of a VOD or watch me when I'm live and just give me some honest feedback. Give it to me straight. Say, eh, you ain't got a dude or practice this or work on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, that's that. something that I mean, that's hard for me to do. I get asked that a lot. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, if if I if I gave everybody who asked me to check their stream out three minutes, uh, I would wake up at 2 a.m. and then I would go to bed at midnight for like a month and a half for a month so, and a half. Yeah, that's so. fair. I'll shoot my shot um, and shoot you my link. Yeah, no, you can send me your <laughs> link. And and like, I, I think that honestly, and this is this is for you and this is for anyone who's listening. If you really want me to check your content out, send me a clip or a three minute highlight of whatever the fuck um, that you think is your best work. Because if I'm going to critique okay. you, I want to critique your best work um, instead of just popping in there in a moment where you really would think like that's not even what my stream's about. And then I come back at you like, hey, I don't really understand why you talk about hot dogs so much, dude. It's fucking weird. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Got that it. makes sense. I will make sure to do that. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> fifth question, and this is super like existential or futuristic or out there, and it probably doesn't have a great answer, but I'm just curious what your thought is on it. Sure. So for folks that are starting out right now, you're starting out, you're broadcasting on Twitch, you're making progress. You're consistent for three years. You've got a, a solid schedule. You're broadcasting on a regular basis. Do you think it's possible anymore? And this actually came from Wish You Luck out on Twitch. Uh-huh. Or out on Twitter. Uh -huh. Do you think it's possible anymore to get to the point of making a living like a tenured information technology worker, 75k a year type of person? No. I think that everybody who makes it in any entertainment field is incredibly lucky, myself included. Okay. Um I think that and this and this is this is the transition, right, on Twitch that I I really am going to try and push forward this year, okay? Um, at least as far as the advice five years ago, when I got started on Twitch, it was literally, if you put in the work, people will find you because there was so much open space on Twitch. Um, you know, if you were doing something unique, there was a chance that there was no one else doing it. Okay. Now everyone's sure. doing everything on Twitch. Um, so it's really hard for you to find your hook and to be successful on Twitch at this point, it really does involve being exceptional 
at all of the aspects that broadcasting involved community building game selection analytics um you know support work networking communication maturity like like understanding current events in the gaming space like you really do need to be on top of it um and you do have to be exceptional uh I think that if you are getting started with gaming streaming, I still think that you have time to go to a place on the Internet for live streaming and go to a place that has space still. Mixer and Facebook, uh, and I know I've been talking about them a lot. Um, yep. The reason isn't necessarily, and I, I, I uh, was talking about this on Twitter the other day. Mixer's doing a lot of things that are kind of out maneuvering Twitch right now because they're smaller, right? So right, if you get nimble. in on Mixer right now, you're going to be on a platform that is very much like what Twitch was probably a year before I even got on Twitch. You're going to have feedback. You're going to get watched after by the company more. Um, you know, if you have any sort of relevance on the platform, they're going to be paying attention to what you've got going on. Whereas Twitch, they have 27,000 partners and 200,000 affiliates. It is incredibly difficult um, to manage that sort of, you know, co uh, content creator force with any sort of efficacy. So if you move to a place where there is, um, you know, less uh, overall saturation, it's not just about getting your content in, in front of, you know, more uh, easy to acquire eyes, although that's absolutely fantastic. Another right. less obvious benefit is that you are on a platform where you're going to have a chance for the platform. You, you as a creator can have an effect on the platform's growth. Um, and you may also end up, you know, becoming one of the top 100 broadcasters on there in five years. That's probably, and you're going to have a higher percent chance of that happening on another platform than Twitch because to break in the top 100, you're dealing with people like me or King Ethalian or Dr. Disrespect or Ninja or Lyric or Summit or right. Tim. And if you really want to be in the top 100 on Twitch, you need to say I'm as good or better than every single one of these broadcasters, which like if you're egoed out and you feel that way and you're listening to this, I can't wait to watch your stream like fuck. Yeah, like get it. I'm all about competition, but I will tell you right now, I'm an entertainer. I am not <laughs> a guy who's going to go out and and slay 25 people in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> so right there's now. yeah. So my my advice is, is if you're getting started right now and you really want to operate on the time in investment sort of, you know, back end idea of growing your channel, getting there first matters a lot. Um, And I think that, you know, Twitch, that's not an opportunity that exists anymore. Mixer, Facebook, uh, Caffeine, which is another game streaming site yep. that just started up. Um, these are all locations and and places that you can go right now and start streaming and you will be one of a much smaller pool of Brock. I mean, shit, like let's say caffeine, which like just got started, blows the fuck up in two years and everyone wishes that they were on that platform. But you got in there when they had less than, I don't know, 500 broadcasters total have 15, ever even tried 1500 it. 1500 on Mixer right now. Caffeine's less. Uh, Periscope has an interesting dynamic going on right now yeah i've been looking at facebook gaming i don't think like just the the interface and the experience of facebook gaming right now unless you're tim <laughs> like unless sure. you're darkness and you've got a contract and you know you've got them pushing your content out on the platform um i don't know that facebook gaming's quite there yet i'm intrigued by the two billion users that are on the platform obviously i just i wonder how many of those are baby boomers that are 
no offense, going to pass away in the next 20 years um, that aren't interested in gaming content at all. Right? I don't think that matters. You don't think it I don't does? think it matters. I think that everybody, I will tell you that if, if I were to place a bet, I don't think it matters. I think that if Facebook wants to take over the streaming space, they absolutely they have could. the capacity to do it. They knew they were going to lose market segments to Instagram, so they bought Instagram. They didn't buy Twitch, but now they're developing their own software. Like, if anyone can do it, it's them. Um, I, again, and this is a thing that I I hear and it it irritates me. (laughs) Whenever somebody says, this is new, but also it's not perfect. I just want to, like, nothing is. No fucking shit. (laughs) Like when I started, when I started streaming on Twitch, it didn't look like this. I didn't have a modular fucking dashboard. I didn't have view count. I couldn't, I had like, you used to have to type a a chat command into chat to run ads. Um, you know, like, like when I got started on Twitch, it was grossly different than, than what it is right now. Right. So, uh, I think that you're feeding yourself bullshit. If you're looking at uh, features instead of opportunity, because when you're trying to grow, your lifeblood is opportunity. Um, features are a nice bonus, but you you are in a position when you're getting started to make the choice. Do I want to influence these features as they grow, make them if they don't exist uh, and become one of the first people to utilize them when they're put into uh, when they're put into production or I can just stay this other place where it's hard for me to get noticed and I don't have any influence on the platform at all. That's absolutely fair. I literally had this discussion last night, so it's fresh in my mind. Yeah. I've, been, I've been looking at Mixer because I love the idea of the FTL. I'm a highly, like, I'm a very interactive person. Yeah. I like to talk to my people. Um, and being able to do that in real time very much intrigues me yeah um and so i've been looking very closely at the mixer platform there's not a lot of stats out there on what its growth is compared to growth on twitch and sure just looking at the live streaming it's just getting started everyone who's a stat whore right now (laughs) shut the fuck up and listen to me it's not about what they're doing right now it's about potential you are investing in potential when i went full-time on twitch i saw the potential for it to be huge. I didn't see it huge. It didn't have massive trending user base. It didn't make the front page of fucking MSNBC finance because it's getting more viewership than every other platform. I went in all in on Twitch when it had no statistical relevancy. Okay. But the strength of the community and the unique offering was what mattered. If you can't accept the reality And this is you as in everyone. If you can't accept the reality that getting somewhere first means you fucking win, period. If you don't suck massive ass, (laughs) then you have you should get the fuck out of the game like 100 percent stop. Because when somebody has an opportunity that's like, listen, like, like, like when when Facebook started, no one was using Facebook. Everyone shit on it. Everyone shit on Instagram. Everyone shit on Facebook. Um, people used to call the internet a fad like they're like throughout all of human history uh new stuff gets shit on and the people that say you know what i'm gonna take i'm gonna go and go and take a risk on this have one big um 
you know. Absolutely fair. Sorry to take up your time. No, it's okay. I'm I'm on the same page you are. Ironically, I've been I've been like talking with my trusted advisors, the people who I go to when I am thinking over something very hard, right? And they're all telling me you're seeing awesome growth on Twitch. You're seeing great growth on Twitch. Don't why why would you give why would you give that up to go to Mixer or to go to Facebook Gaming or any of mm -hmm. that stuff? And I'm like because there's a huge amount of opportunity there for me to get recognized and to have 300 people in my chat on any given night. And I can grow my community and do the whole reason I'm doing this is to give a people, people a place to belong. Yeah. I have an opportunity to grow much quicker. The only thing he brought up is that the ceiling on Mixer is way, way lower than it is on Twitch. Which isn't I can't it, argue Isn't with. it? <laughs> Whatever, man. But I don't like whatever. I, I mean, I don't I'm not going to sit here know. and try and argue opportunity <laughs> costs with you and your friend. I'm telling Fair. you my perspective. Love um, it. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's I've been I've been having this talk with other people. So I was just I figured I knew what your perspective was based on the fact that I'm only a couple podcasts behind. But I appreciate the reiteration nonetheless. Yeah, dude. I mean, anytime. Opportunity trumps everything. Fair. Ultimately, opportunity trumps everything. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, I will not take any more of your time and give someone else another. Ah, it's all good, man. It's a good discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Okay. So we got. Oh man, that was a long time. That's cool. We got a. We got a. We got a. I'll take. A, we, we we probably take a couple more people in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, nope, this is... We just had this guy. Uh, let's get Bagginses. What's up, Bagginses? How you doing? Hey, bro, man. I'm good. I'm shivering, and I don't know if it's because, like, I'm nervous because I'm, I'm talking with you or if it's just because my room is, like, minus 25 degrees. Ah, uh, I think you'll be okay, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. That's good. I feel bad for that that guy but he should listen to the other episodes what the guy in episodes. chat oh, it's fine man like like uh I, and and honestly like i'll take a moment and talk about this because it's uh, it's come up on uh on on some feedback like i understand that we talk a lot about streaming on this podcast right now but as this podcast evolves the advice and the discussions that we have will evolve as well um and also if i become the number one resource for anyone who wants to do live streaming on the fucking internet uh, the user base for that and the potential for anyone who wants to make content, which is literally everyone from the ages of 13 to 17, their number one goal is to be a YouTube star. I think I'm in a good place. So, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean it's, I, it's, I it's a niche, but I'm happy. I'm happy to fill it in. What's your question, my dude? Um, okay. So, uh, I'm starting on Instagram. I've got about like, I've got a hundred and some followers. Um, just cool. enough so I can see like the, uh, those analytics for when my followers are active. Uh-huh. Um, should I post when my followers are active and like it varies day to day or from like right at the beginning, should I condition my followers to expect content and posts at the same time each day, every day? Uh, I think you should be posting as much content as you want. Okay. Well, no, it's like time, timing, timing of the posts. Yeah, I mean, like do posts that are on time, but then also do posts other times as well. 
Okay. Like yeah, be, be posting all the time. If you want to save your best shit for when you know people are active, that's solid. But yeah. like if you're if you are keeping yourself from making content. Right. Because it's not the most metrically sound thing to do. Uh, the, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Oh, yeah, like, I 100% yeah, 100 percent agree. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like you it is perfectly fine to post like, you know, 11 times a day on Instagram or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like that's fine. As long as everything you're putting out is relevant, then it's great. Um, you know, if, if you're just posting just a post or whatever, um, whatever. And also if you, if you only post inside of the time when your followers are active, no one else is going to find you. Right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> How are they going to find you? Yeah. Um, okay, second question, um, and this has to do like in the in the fall. I'm gonna start a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome, smart. Yeah, I'm excited for smart, it. Smart, smart, smart. Like a long time. Like it. Um, if you were to give me a whole bunch of like little rubber ducks that I needed to get in a row, what would those ducks be before like publishing the first the first episode? Um, uh, make sure your podcast feed's set up. Which you okay. can use Anchor and they'll do that automatically for you anyway. Uh, make sure you've spent a little bit of time tinkering with audio. Okay. Um, I, you know, like learning about audio and sound engineering is tough. Taking like the time to invest in that will pay off dividends because your your sound quality will be excellent from day one. Um, I would start interacting with and following as many podcasts as you can. And I would start thinking about a list of people that you want to have on as guests. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of another thing about it. It would be. It'd be like a local. It's a local podcast like my my fiance and I were going to be doing it together about marriage um, and kind of on the whole like document don't create about um, document our marriage as we learn and figure out all these things about it. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. What kind of like we like, we it would also be recorded with a video and then posted on YouTube and it'd yeah. be able to be a video thing. So how, yeah, like, exactly. how do you do guests with, with that, with a podcast about you and your wife's life or no, with like the, the video aspect. And to still be able to publish the video. I mean, you just set up a camera and go, man. Like, I, I, I there's not much to that. <laughs> Unless I'm missing a finer point here. Actually, well, as I was asking the question, I kind of answered it. I guess, like, the guest doesn't have to be in the video, too. No, the guest doesn't have to be in the video. Yeah, like, I mean, um, I, I offered to be on a, a guy's podcast that I really, really liked. And he said, oh, no. Well, he said, do you live locally? I said, no. And he said, oh, I only do people like local shit. And I was like, all right, cool, dude. And like, I feel like he made a mistake. Like, I, I feel like he 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 made a mistake because, you know, he's got like, you know, I got interested in him because I heard him on another podcast. Right. And he told yeah. me no, because I couldn't be there physically. Meanwhile, this guy's sitting there with, you know, like a thousand listens a week and like a thousand followers on on Twitter. And having yeah. me on could have done big things for him. Not that I'm that important, but I could have put his podcast in front of, you know, 600,000 people on Twitch. And, you know, 200,000 people on on Twitter, like 
But yeah. he said no because he wasn't willing to adapt. So I think that, you know, having guests on is huge. It builds so much word of mouth marketing for what you're doing, uh, especially if you're especially if you are. Uh, uh, especially if you are. If you're doing a podcast about marriage, you can interview everyone about that. Good things, bad things, old people, young people. Like, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, third and last question. Sure. Um, for, like, because for, when you make, like, a brand for Twitch and stuff, it's often you're branding, like, yourself and you're creating a personal brand. Yeah. How do you create, like a brand tone or a brand voice in it, in that it's yours okay it's your tone your voice the way you see things things you like um i think that everybody likes to overly romanticize all this other bullshit like look at my pretty logos and pretty colors and look at this fucking swatch of all the fucking shit that you need to fucking shut the fuck up the the reality is if you're building a brand and you're talking about imagery or you're talking about messaging or talking about whatever you need to find the most authentic things about you and put them into your brand like my imaging that i use has a lot of uh, green in it right that's yeah. because i like the color green my logo is simple like a stamp because i like simple minimalistic things um you know like it's it is all just an expression of something that i already like or enjoy uh, so when you're building your personal brand, a lot of people will like try and fucking crowdsource this shit and they'll like walk around and they'll be like, oh, do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like this? But in reality, your brand tone, your messaging, everything, it's just you. And if it's anything else, it'll come off as fake and it'll work against you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. That's very simple. No, I mean, it is. It's a lot simpler. I mean, because... Like, Listen, there's a lot of folks that make billions of dollars a year trying to tell you that you need them to, to make their brand for you or tell you how you need yeah. to look or act or whatever. But you already know who you are. And if you don't, figuring that shit out's huge and you should because it'll help you a lot. But, you know, I think that it's just so key to accept um like accept having who you are as your brand. Because it works. Yeah. Okay. Especially and especially since you're building around such a, a high level concept as like marriage, um, you know, you and your wife and all the, the the journeys that you're taking, like all of your stuff needs to be so authentically you. Otherwise, people are going to go, oh, look, another marriage podcast hurt to dirt. Like, I'm not going to listen to these dipshits. Yeah. So, um, but finding you and finding your tone, like that's that's what makes it special. Okay, hundred percent of the time, every time. Sweet, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, anytime, man. Do you have any other things you'd like to ask? Um, no, I actually, I well, I will say, like, um, because of you, I'm gonna kind of move from Twitch to Facebook, and I'm I'm excited for that. I I think you're making a smart move. You you kind of you kept saying and then okay <laughs> then then I was like okay I'll, I'll I'll actually see what he's talking about and look I'm just I'm just saying I just feel like listen once YouTube builds out all their support for all the things that people don't see right now like it could legitimately be too late 
Yeah. Like if you wait for them to have all the features that you want, it could be too late. It could be too late. It took yeah. you a year and now everybody's on Facebook and they've already got their solid, you know, viewership rotations and things like that. And you know what? Here's the thing is if it doesn't work out, guess what? You fucking can always still come back and do Twitch. Yeah. No loss at all. No. And like it, it streaming on Twitch, like the past three months have just haven't really seen any growth. So yeah. worst case scenario is try I, your, I come try back your hand in another place. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. All right, dude, you have a good day. Yeah. You have a wonderful day yourself. Thanks for coming on, dude. I like, I like talking about podcasts. It's fun. It is. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, man. <laughs> oh, there's like lots of lots of like high level concepts and like super real talk today. I'm, I like it. Uh, let's grab one more person. Let's get Hawkeye here. Hello, Hawkeye. Hi, bro, man. Give me one second to mute your stream real quick. No problem, dude. Uh, we have we spoken before. No, but I've been in your chat quite a bit. Yeah. OK. All right. Cool. All right. I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. What can right, I do for so, you today, my man? I, uh, all right. I um actually today was my first day one stream. Oh, I exciting! Had three people show up. Fun two followers. Had no idea where they found me. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. So <laughs> what? One of the one none of, the of us know I, where anyone else comes from <laughs> on the internet. I'll tell you that much. All right. So one of the questions that I had was like, how do you? This is kind of oh, this is kind of regarding uh, Guardian Con. Okay. That's one thing. Sure. Like whose whose idea was it? Like was this like a y'all were y'all were having a drink or somewhere and like hey what if we had a convention and then it kind of popped in everyone's head because I like that it's a charity convention that's a big thing in my life. I've joined uh -huh. other organizations just because of charities. Yeah. And it's been one of the greatest choices I've ever done in my life. So I'll tell you. I mean, I'll be I'll be really honest. Uh, the first time we did Guardian Con, it was an accident because we had a meetup that we promoted for a month here in Florida. It was at a bar. Uh, it ended up it was started with being four creators, it ended up being 42 creators, two people coming from out of the country. And then a thousand people showed up at the bar that had a 400 person capacity. So um, the idea happened because that happened. And then we were like, shit, we have uh, like this, this, this digital space coming into the real space thing is is happening uh so the idea to do it again the next year uh was cory king of thallion's idea was like listen we did it last year we should do it again and we should make it a real convention um luckily we had met kevin who is uh if you guys don't listen to my podcast i'm talking about I do a podcast called the jam with both of these guys so you kevin can come check them out yeah kevin or k magic 101 on twitch um, luckily we had met Kevin. So we had someone with the skill set to execute on the idea of a full scale convention. And then the idea of doing, uh, a charity wing to it was mine because that was my background on Twitch. So every single one of the three of us, um, kind of leveraged our strengths into the event, uh, into the event. Uh, and it turned into what it was, but it definitely didn't start as like the first year was an accident. Uh, we didn't have an idea to have a convention. A convention came to us uh, and said, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, you know, oh, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. I was literally right. just realizing an opportunity and then trying to take advantage of it, you know, and, and turn it into something great. Okay. Well, then I have a second question. One of the things that kind of got me into Twitch was 
not making it so like quote unquote make it sure and make it a, a career i like mm -hmm. the interaction i like talking to people yeah excellent like just just waiting into the lounge i was talking to dad and baggins uh-huh and that was incredibly fun just doing something like that and and beginning streaming i've been kind of doing a lot of research i've been watching your streaming pilot one-on-one and one of the things that i don't know if it was discussed because i've been i've been kind of binge watching them is how do you interact with already some already established streamers so let's say i'm i'm playing monster hunter and then like there's this other like this person has 200 300 viewers i really like them i feel like i would really enjoy like to play with them at least once do you how, know them? what is the not personally uh, get to know them some, right and and but what's the, the the hard line that i'm trying to see is what what's like the proper etiquette and something like that because once they're like hey do you want to stream together i feel like that may be a that may be there has to be a timing on that question because if you well, ask yeah. it too early well yeah but i mean the reason i said get to know them is because that doesn't i mean my answer doesn't change get to know them like Go in their channel and be part of their chat. Talk to them. Find out if you like their community. Become part of that community. Make people smile and laugh. Like, and then one day you'll, because you're in their Discord already, because you're already their friend, or you're already part of the community, they'll say, you'll say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm streaming whatever. Do you want to play sometime? And they'll be like, either yes or no, but they won't think it's fucking weird because that makes sense because you're part of the community. There are plenty of people who, uh, are who have watched me for a long time and uh, nice. There are plenty of Sorry. people who've watched me for a long time. And if they were to ask me to like, you know, the, hey, I'm streaming. You want to hunt some monsters together? I'd say yes, absolutely. Um, You know, it it's about building relationships. And the thing is, everybody wants to cut that part out of the entire equation. They're like, oh, well, no, I just want to fucking I just want what I want. And I want it right now. Uh, but it doesn't work like that. You, it, you have to invest in other people before you take. And everyone just wants to take. They want to know the shortest path to taking. And it's just, it's not the one that's successful. It's not the one that works. Okay. Yeah, that that's, I was thinking that I just need, I needed verification on that. Because that, yeah. that's a, uh, one thing is I, I have to do networking for other things. And I, it's just, it was kind of the same thing. Except this is kind of just a different kind of platform. Than like oh I need to go meet this guy for like a meeting at lunch and like that's how we kind of do that with this it's kind of like it's a lot slower paced because of the just sheer amount of people yeah it's hard and it takes time <laughs> that's it yeah I agree yeah 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 um that's it um besides um one only other thing is um I was excited about you playing Siege oh yeah Rainbow that, Six that, Siege that's, is a lot of fun yeah. for sure that's I'm gonna be excited watching that. I think, uh, uh, yeah, man. Well, I mean, it sounds like your head, your head and your heart's in a good place and your intention of trying to play with, you know, other broadcaster or broadcasters or whatever that, that intention will shine through. And yeah, maybe one person out of a thousand might think you're being an asshole, but you know, you're not. And that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. So don't worry yeah. about it. Now I need you to tell everyone where they can find your stream. All right, guys, uh, you, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Dr. Duffenstein. Dr. What? Duffenstein. Duffenstein. Okay. I'm just yes. making sure. Cool. And where else? Uh, That's it. Oh, all right. I, ha I haven't cut to the other part. No, that's yet. cool, man. Take time. It's all good. But Dr. Duffenstein, everyone, get get on the, the Duff train with Dr. Duffenstein. 
<laughs> I love it, man. Well, thank you so much, and you have an awesome day, Hawkeye. Yeah, no problem. You too, bro. All right, dude. Peace. Peace. Good conversations today, chat. I really liked it. Um, Man, I swear to God, I feel like we need to get some experts on here to talk about networking and like the value and how it's not scary. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 lots of things are changing this year and it's, I don't want any of you all to get left behind <laughs> just because you are afraid to talk to someone. I'll leave you with this thought. Bro, man, people have social anxiety. I'll leave you with this thought and I'll leave you with this story. Uh, when I was growing up, I was bullied constantly to the point where I stopped speaking to people because every time I opened my mouth, uh, I was made fun of. And from that experience spawned uh, a, a massive fear of speaking in public, speaking to people who are older than me, basically talking to anyone who I wasn't already friends with. Um, but I decided that I didn't like that about myself. And so I made the horribly difficult conscious effort to overcome the immense amounts of anxiety, stress, frustration, and fear that I had so that I could live a normal life because it was paralyzing how much I was afraid, um, I was paralyzed because of how much I was afraid of speaking to people. Uh, and I just didn't want to live that life anymore. So I understand the difficulties of talking to other human beings and why it can be scary and shit. But I'm not coming at you with this advice to try and say, um, to try and tell you that you just need to suck it up and get over it. Although that's how I approach you know, problem solving myself personally. Uh, I'm here to tell you that you you have more strength in you than you know. Um, and if you don't think you can overcome a problem, you can. It's not bullshit. You are strong. You are great. And if you're scared to talk to people, there is a pathway to get comfortable with talking to people. It's long, hard, arduous, and it'll probably take five or six years, but you can get there. The problem is, is that if, with a lot of people is that if they can't get there tomorrow, they think it's not worth getting there at all. And that's stupid. Life is way too fucking long uh, to live miserably. <clears throat> so I understand for those of you that are, 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 you know, networking is hard and scary. I'm trying to give you my best tips that, that I did uh, when I was getting started to overcome all the social anxiety, but, um, you know, not everything works for everyone, but please know that it's coming from a place where I, I really want to help and I want to see you succeed. And I hate seeing anybody paralyzed by, uh, I hate seeing anybody paralyzed by fear. So don't be, um, if you're out there and you're hearing us talk about networking, this was the realization I had throughout this whole process of mine when I was kind of learning how to talk to people again. Um, this was uh, this was the linchpin. I realized more than I more than I was aware that other people feel lonely too and scared too, and no matter how confident someone looks, 
even if they're the most confident and self-assured human being on the planet, everybody likes a smile and a hello. There is no reason on earth that you should let, uh, you know, a small group of interactions like I did dictate how you act long term around other people because folks just want to have friends and you can be that friend. And before you know it, you're the person that everyone says, I don't know how he does it. He talks to people all day and it's like the easiest thing in the universe. Because people look at the end product and they don't see how long the journey to get there was. Um, I, I love and appreciate every one of you. I wish you nothing but success. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. I certainly enjoyed doing it. Uh, a little bit shorter episode today because I got some some commitments and obligations that I have to get to later on. But I do appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, if I might give you a little plug uh, while we wrap up here, it is the last week of voting for the Shorty Awards. Uh, you can go to shortyawards.com slash 10th slash Professor Broman if you want to vote for me. Uh, I'm up for Twitch Streamer of the Year. It's pretty cool. The only reason I'm nominated is because of all the charity work that we've done uh, with Guardian Con, which we got a chance to talk about today. Um, it would mean the world to me if you went out there and uh, if you, you know, got value out of this podcast or you think I'm fun or funny or I've personally helped you with anything. Uh, if you went out there and, and you know, gave, gave your boy a little bit of a vote. Um, <laughs> if we win that award, it's going to do a lot of great things in the, uh, for the future of uh, the charity work that we're going to get to do. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of helping people. So thank you very much for listening and I will catch you all next time. Peace.